0: Hello and welcome. This is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between June 20th and July 22nd. To get the best information from your horoscope, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you'd like to learn more about Cancer season and its astrology, please join me on June 21st for a live online ritual. We'll work with the astrology of the upcoming month and the powerful new moon and solar eclipse that occurs as Cancer season begins. I'll also be offering a full moon lunar attunement on July 5th with special guest Ramon Gabrieloff Parish, and we'll be exploring the astrological symbolism of uprising, social change, and transformative justice. Find more information and register at embodiedastrology.com. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month-ahead calendar, where I give you daily embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the month-ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks, and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Hello Pisces, this is your month ahead horoscope for cancer season in 2020, And Cancer season is full of important and pivotal astrology this year. Along with the Sun moving into Cancer, we have Mercury in Cancer going through a retrograde. Uh, Venus will be turning direct from its retrograde that has been in Gemini. And Mars will be entering Aries. Um, And this is going to be a long transit due to its upcoming retrograde beginning in September. So we have the three most personal planets um, moving into important new directionality. And the significance here is that there are a lot of changes happening on the personal level, of course, in relationship with collective changes that are happening at the same time. The personal is the collective, the collective is the personal, Um, we are shaped by our environments, and of course we shape our environments. So in this horoscope, I want to speak to those intersections, and I'm going to offer um, a description of what I feel coming up uh, energetically in your charts. And as always, take what works and leave the rest. So cancer season for you this year brings energy and attention into your heart space. Um, Your heart space, you can feel into the center of your chest, you can feel into your central axis, and feel into your energy, your pure, unique, authentic radiance. How do you express yourself on this planet? How do you vibrate? What is it that you um, exude? Of course, we can... Uh, change how we dress we can speak in certain ways we can try and adopt certain mannerisms but everybody has a vibe and a vibe is something that is innate it's unique and it is essential it's you so cancer season is a time to really reflect on your vibe your energy and how you have been feeling your energy recently and maybe how you want to be shifting in your energy For those of you who are parents or who work with children, I want to add an underline to this in that how you are vibrating and how your energy is expressing is also an entrainment and um, a big part of shaping your children. And whatever it is that you're creating in the world, or however it is that you're holding space for creation in the world, is so strongly and directly influenced by your energy. So over the course of this next 30 days of cancer season and the next three weeks of Mercury retrograde, try and take time to really feel into your heart, feel into your energy and notice how you are exuding in your world and how you are influencing your environment and the people around you. Um, cancer, as you know, is a sign that can be really absorbent and permeable to the outer world. And it can also be an incredible, a tremendous force in the world. Your sign is really closely associated with the collective energy. And so you are a person who's deeply influenced by the collective, but you can also deeply influence the collective. So how do you resonate in ways that you agree with? on this planet? Um, How do you live within your own uh, integrity and authenticity as an energetic um, kind of living? Not so much the actions that you're taking or the words that you're speaking or how you appear on the outside, but really your essence, what is internal. This is a place that is calling for your reflection right now and you are supported to to nurture it and attend to it and listen to what it needs. So if you find that you're exuding um, negativity into the world and that that negativity is coming back at you in ways that you can remark on, you can see like, oh, you know, I spoke to that person harshly and now they're in a bad mood or I've been really cranky and I can't see any possibilities in my life, then that's probably a cue for you that something needs to shift internally. And you want to be moving your attention and your intention consistently um, into ways of being that allow you to feel more whole, Um, more complete in yourself, so you're not excluding parts of yourself that are really important, Um, more connected, more familiar with your connections. You need safety. You need a feeling of bondedness. You need um, love. And you need that from yourself, and you need that in the world around you. So how can you uh, facilitate that? How can you participate with that facilitation? As Venus turns direct from its retrograde, Venus was retrograde since mid-May and it turns direct on June 25th, there may be some conversations or new directions that you're ready to take at home or with your family. Um, This has been a, a pretty powerful time, I think, for a lot of people, in conversing with one another and sharing information and in rethinking a lot of things and kind of looking at our own thoughts and biases and assumptions. So as Venus turns direct, um, you may want to uh, spark some conversations or talk with friends and community in a different way about issues that are important for you. It may be that you come to some clarity for yourself about how you've been feeling and how you're um, sharing feelings, communicating in relationship um, with your more immediate environments, your home and your family especially. There may also be um, insight and wisdom that you are able to see in a new way um, that has to do with early conditioning early influences and how they have uh, helped form and led you into some of the ways that you relate connect and communicate now and you're recognizing that it's a new time you can make new choices and this new awareness that you have of maybe very old patterns um, can now help you shift. So awareness is the first key. As Mars moves into Aries, um, it moves in on June 29th. And as I mentioned, this is a long transit. Mars will be in Aries until next January, and it will move into a retrograde beginning in September. Um, This transit is bringing uh, action, activity, and direction into a place in your chart that I think is a really powerful place because it has to do with your values and what sustains you and also with your money and how you um, make money, how you uh, earn resource, how again, how you sustain and support yourself and your relationship also with resource, with sustenance, with finances. So finances, resource, money, um, these are really loaded topics for a lot of us. Uh, We live in a society that is deeply invested in a scarcity mindset. It's how capitalism functions by making us believe that there's not enough, so we have to compete with one another, we have to fight to earn what we get, and then we have to keep what we have and not share it. And these are um, ideas and ways of being that have been hugely detrimental to our planet and to our relationships with one another, More and more people are waking up to this and feeling that there must be an alternative, that there are other ways of being on this planet, other ways of being in our own lives and with each other that don't require us to compete so extremely with one another um, for resources, that don't require us to exploit other living beings or uh, constantly extract the resources from our planet. More and more people understand that there is actually So much already here, so much abundance. And when we work together, we can really utilize that abundance uh, for healing, for sustainability. So it feels to me like you are ready for this revolution and you want to bring it into your life in some kind of remarkable way. Um, you might be living into this, feeling into this in many different ways, but what I'm feeling as I look at your chart is that when you work directly and um, in a in a focused way with resource, with sustenance, with sustainability as a course for healing, as a means for healing, when you really consider money as a conduit and a channel for energy, um, rather than some kind of, of holy grail or goal, that you can really shift your relationship to resource, to money, and also um, to your own sense of value, your self-worth, your self-esteem, etc., so for those of you who are listening and you are experiencing financial precarity and it feels like um, resources and money are uh, a source of pain and suffering um, potentially for everybody in the world, the the world itself, for you, um, let it be a meditation over the course of these next um, seven months. What can you do to heal your relationship with money um, as a gesture, as a ritual for healing money in the world? What can you do? Now, this might be a ritual, um, some kind of, of ceremony that you do with money. This may be uh, engaging with mutual aid or paying reparation. Even if you're um Know, don't have a lot of money, you could still take a, a small percentage out every month and direct it into a cause or community that you want to support. This may be that you want to do work with your ancestors around the ways that they engaged with money. Um, there are lots of ways that you can engage with, with money, with finance, with resource on the energetic plane, and you can work your own relationship with it. So, try and see um, any symbol of money. Resources, value um, as a symbol, not as a a kind of objective, hard truth and reality. Of course, there are the literal ways that we need and use um, money and resources, but try and understand your relationship and the symbolic relationship and the energetic contracts you have made with resources, finances, uh, sustenance, and work on that level. Try and work to attune yourself to a healing vibration in this place and consider how you can take action. And action can mean a lot of things, uh, but it is some kind of gesture. It's some kind of decisive practice that you're going to engage with um, for these healing aims. So again, over the course of cancer season, there's a lot of potential for you to be reworking your own relationship to your vitality, to your energy, to your joy, to how you create and express in the world. And I'd love to offer a brief embodiment and meditation to help you really um, connect with and attune to these aims. So this embodiment meditation is um, probably useful for any time. If it resonates for you, you can always come back to it. You can modify it, adapt it, and include it in whatever ways are intuitive and natural. And this is also a practice offered specifically for cancer season and the astrology of cancer season um, this year in 2020. So this is really simple Um, basically we're going to move our awareness um, between the outer layers of our bodies uh, and the inner volume of our bodies and there's no need to know any names um, just a need to bring your felt sense and your attention first into your skin the most outer layer of your body and as you do that Um, Notice your shape, your posture, how you're holding your body. Feel into your form as you sense and feel. Uh, Try not to judge or make any kind of statements to yourself about what you're feeling. Just be curious about it. Notice where you feel a lot of sensation as well as where there might be some blank spots. Oftentimes, there are whole big parts of my body that are just hard just hard to sense. And that's fine. Um, just notice where they are. And then once you've brought attention to your outer body, bring attention to your inner body. And the inner body is everything inside your external layer and shape. So, everything inside your skin, everything inside your skeleton. And in this inner space, we want to include, of course, all of the tissues, the fluids of the body, but also the energetic and emotional space. And then really let your awareness come into your chest and your belly. And as your awareness comes into your chest and your belly, you might notice any sensations that are present in your body, sensations in your organs, passing sensations like hunger, feeling your breath. And then please also notice any emotional sensations that are there, any energetic sensations that are there. And the invitation right now is for everything to be included, everything to be invited. So just as with the outer body, if you find any sensations, try not to label them or judge them, but get very curious about where they are, how they feel, and what they're expressing. Try and fill your inner body with presence. As you fill your inner body with your presence and your awareness, you can also imagine filling your inner body um, with your kind of occupation. Um, I don't mean your job. I mean occupying yourself, occupying this space. And this is especially for any places that feel hidden or unseen or invisible, any spaces that might feel collapsed or compressed or oppressed. So really let your inner body be spacious and full and bring your curiosity, your attention, and just your loving awareness, your accepting awareness into your inner body. And again, that includes any physical sensations as well as any energetic or emotional sensations. Now you can continue with this practice in a lot of different directions. So you could take this into movement You could feel the way that this awareness might start to influence or even support your outer body, your posture, your form, your expression, your energy in the world. You can also take this into a deeper inquiry and exploration when you find sensations in your inner body that seem like they're rich and layered and maybe have a lot of things going on. Um, Just take some time to bring your awareness around them. Really try and listen. Listen to what you're holding. Listen to what wants to be expressed. And then follow intuitively what your inner body is asking of you. It might ask you to move. It might ask you to take up more space. It might ask you to express a feeling. And it might just need your reflection, your witnessing, and your time. So that's it. That's the awareness practice. And try it out this month of cancer season as we go through the mercury retrograde in cancer. It's a great um, embodiment to work with mercury retrograde in cancer as an energy. I'll include something similar to this and a lot of other embodiment practices in the New Moon, Solar Eclipse, and Cancer Season attunement on June 21st, and that's a live event that will also be recorded with a a longer and um, more nuanced embodiment practice for Cancer season, so if you'd like more like this, then check that out, and excerpts of that will be included in the cancer season embodied astrology podcast holding space for transformation that comes out on june 22nd and lots of other offerings from embodied astrology including a month ahead calendar and extended forecast are all available for you by sliding scale and donation at embodiedastrology.com i'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond much love and bye for now